0: Welcome to The Way Home with Laura Smith, the show that brings you wonderful guests, helpful advice, and uplifting stories. The Way Home, be inspired. Here's your host, Laura Smith.
1: Well, I don't know about you. I've done a lot of traveling in my life, but sometimes nothing compares to the inner journey of the soul. I have an incredible guest tonight. I'm so grateful that she's come on, Sadvi Bhagawati Saraswati, from Hol- and the book is called Hollywood to the Himalayas. A Journey of Healing and Transformation, she is going to tell you the background to this incredible story of literally how she came out of Hollywood and found herself in India and has now led a life of uh, going on three decades of service to so many organizations around the world and just helping each human spirit and soul at a time. It's so it's a very meaningful and, and deep conversation, and I'm really glad you joined us for that tonight. Sometimes we need to get into the, I don't know, the the deeper yearnings of the spirit and uh, why we're here and our purpose and such. And I love it when I encounter people along the way who are willing to share their story, and hers is absolutely compelling. So make sure that you stay around for this hour it's going to be very moving and interesting as well and it's all because of a company that is sponsoring this programming they believe also in inspiration uplifting good health and happiness and good people their name is balance of nature and they make an incredible product the fruits and veggies in a capsule nothing else like it in the world i know there's some other products out there that have some of the uh, components of having fruits and vegetables within them but there is no product like balance of nature that is nothing but that. There is absolutely nothing else added. And Dr. Douglas Howard, many years ago, he was on a quest. Speaking of a journey of the soul, he was on a quest to find a way to help the elderly, actually, when he first started his whole scientific research behind balance of nature, to help elderly in finding ways for them to maintain good health and prevent uh sort of the natural life type style diseases that one gets over the years and to really keep good nutrition going for people who maybe didn't have access or ways to get pure fruits and vegetables into their diet on a daily basis at the amount that they need. See, that's what's so important. Yeah, we can say we get fruits and vegetables. Maybe we have an apple. Maybe we make a salad. Um, or maybe we'll, you know, saute something. However, The amount that people need to get as an adult is roughly 11 servings a day. And we're talking a serving is the size of your fist. Now, can you honestly say that you get 11 servings of raw fruits and vegetables per day? I know I don't. I would like to, but I don't get anywhere near that. And there's uh, only one way that you can supplement that. And it's not by a vitamin you buy in the store or one that's made in a laboratory or tries to simulate the same nutritional value of a fruit and vegetable. There is no other product that gives you just the fruits and vegetables in their purest form. And that is balance of nature. They only have that product and uh, fiber and spice, which is also the same thing. There's nothing added to it. No chemicals, no no something that has been constructed in a laboratory. Fiber and spice is the same type. It's because we need fiber and the spices and the nutrition from that as well. So those are the three products that Balance of Nature makes. Nothing else. They are not focusing on a thousand different things. That's it. Because Dr. Douglas Howard found in his research all those many years ago that that along with uh, some daily exercise and 20 minutes of sunshine plus the fruits and vegetables and the fiber and spice is what we need. We don't need to buy all that extra stuff at the drugstore uh, hoping to simulate some kind of natural nutrition. You can get it just through fruits and vegetables and fiber and spice. So my uh, sort of challenge to you is to focus on the fact that you need this type of diet with lots of fruits and vegetables, 11 servings a day, and then challenge yourself and see how much you're actually getting. When you go to the supermarket, when you come back, are you freezing them or sauteing them or heating them or whatever? And salad and potatoes don't really count, says Dr. Howard. It's really more the green leafy vegetables like kale and spinach um, than all the other fruits and vegetables, um, which there are 16 Of the vegetables and fruit and the fruits, there's 15. This is the variety that's in each of the capsules. You can't get this anywhere else. It is a remarkable thing. My parents who are in their 80s take it religiously because it makes a difference on them. It boosts their immune system, gives them energy. And I do as well. If I am feeling sluggish on any given day, I'll say to myself, did I take my fruits and veggies today? And the second I do, I honestly can say, Point blank, it makes a huge difference. I can feel actually physically feel the difference, uh, and both in mental clarity and in physical energy. So right now, more than ever, we all need better nutrition and better immune systems. And fruits and vegetables is the healthy way to get it. Balance of nature is easy to find. You go online to balanceofnature.com, balanceofnature.com, where you can call them. Here's the number. 800-246-8751, 800-246-8751. Now, either way that you order, make sure that you put Laura into the promo code. They'll know that you heard it here on the way home with Laura Smith. So once again, Laura into the promo code. You'll get 35% off your first preferred order and free shipping. So by all means, go to balanceofnature.com and make the switch today to real nutrition, the kind that we are, our bodies were made to have. And I'm so grateful to them for sponsoring The Way Home. When we come back, Sadhvi Bhagawati Saraswati, the author of Hollywood to the Himalayas, A Journey of Healing and Transformation.
2: Don't go away. It's The Way Home. Balance of Nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time.
3: I think this stuff works. I don't seem to have the highs and the lows. You know how sometimes you get real slow and low during the day? And I'm a type A guy, so I go a lot. And I'm more alert, and it seems like I don't seem to feel famished. And it's not very expensive. And the idea of having that freeze-dried or that nutrient in that capsule... And who's going to eat all those vegetables? You know, most of us don't eat right anyway. So whatever the science behind this, I think balance of nature is a great idea. And I, I'm going to probably stay with it until I drop.
2: Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call one 800 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code Laura.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to The Way Home with Laura Smith. Here's Laura.
1: Wonderful to be with you tonight. And if you have been feeling like maybe you're trying to find your purpose, I know the whole last year with the pandemic and everything, a lot of people have been going inward and um, seeing Well, their purpose in life, maybe from a different perspective, because kind of sheltering in place and being quiet, not doing the normal activity low that we normally do, caused a lot of people to look at their lives differently. Well, there is someone who did that quite a while ago, a few decades ago, uh, quite frankly, and Her life changed forever, and now she's changing the world. She has a beautiful new book. It's called Hollywood to the Himalayas, A Journey of Healing and Transformation. My guest is Sadhvi Bhagwati Saraswati. So grateful to have you on the show today. Thank you for coming on, Sadhvi. Thank
4: you, Laura. It's wonderful to be together.
1: What an incredible story. Uh, A lot of people have healing journeys and they eventually write books about them. Yours is really, um, very groundbreaking and, and changing a lot of thinking, I think, in the world, especially during these times. You couldn't have released the book, I think, at a better time when people are truly, truly going inward and asking what their purpose in life is. If you could give, uh, my listeners a good background to, sort of your life before what it is now, which is just truly changing the world. Um, And and then but how you got there. And so from Hollywood to the Himalayas suggests, obviously, that you were uh, an American girl who eventually found her way to India and and into the hearts and souls of the country there and, and the rest of the world. Tell us, please, a little bit of your journey.
4: Sure. You know, it's it's interesting because there's actually two arcs. And you're absolutely right. The physical arc is the arc of traveling quite literally from Hollywood to the Himalayas via Palo Alto. I I grew up in Lo- I grew up in Los Angeles, literally in Hollywood. And grew up in a world of great opportunity great privilege i came from an environment where i really had everything i had all of the access all of the opportunity all of the education all of whatever most of us are taught We need to be happy. And if you had to paint a picture, you would say, ah, this is what I want. And that was really in many ways the world that I grew up in, you know, owning the right things, vacationing in the right places, going to parties with the right people, looking the right way, going to the right schools, et cetera, et cetera. And from the outside looking in, everything really was perfect. I then went to Stanford University. I graduated from Stanford. I was in the midst of doing a PhD in psychology. And it really looked like this is a girl who's got everything. Mm -hmm. And yet, and I was succeeding. I was thriving. I was doing very well in school. I was vacationing in Europe. I was teaching English to kids in South America on a year off. That That full package of what, you know, really a life rooted in opportunity is about. And yet I really suffered. I really was suffering. I had experienced a lot of challenge and even trauma and pain and difficulty in early childhood and carried that into my adolescence and into my 20s doing what a lot of us do, probably the vast majority of us do when we have any type of pain, struggle, challenges, difficulties, which is we try to do whatever we can to not feel that. We look for a a way out, a solution. And most of us turn to Alcohol, drugs, food, sex, gambling, shopping, Facebook, whatever our hard or soft addiction of choice might be, which is really a very well-intentioned, but obviously not very skillful, not effective means of dealing with our struggles and our conflicts. But that's that's what I was in the midst of. And at 25, I traveled to India on a semester off from my PhD program. My husband, I was married to this wonderful man and my husband was on a spiritual quest. I was not on a spiritual quest, by Mm -hmm. the way. I was an academic, I was a scientist and I just, you know, it just had never occurred to me that this was something that should be part of my life. I was never religious, but I was also never one of those who identifies as, you know, well, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. I wouldn't have even self-identified as spiritual. I didn't know there was something to look for in spirituality. But my husband was on a spiritual quest and I was a very strict vegetarian. And so when he said he wanted to go to India, I agreed because I knew that at least in India, I would be able to eat very well and I wouldn't have to grill waiters in languages that I didn't speak about whether there was, you know, chicken broth in their vegetable soup or egg on their salad or fish in this, or I just knew I would be able to eat. So I agreed. I agreed to go. And we get to India and open up. This was September 1996. So there was no Google. But we opened up a Lonely Planet guidebook, this 500 page, you know, brick of a book and said, Rishikesh. I mean, I just literally looked at it and was like, let's go to Rishikesh. (laughs) It's This beautiful place, it's on the banks of this river. I didn't know the river was holy, but I loved nature. I was always a nature person. So the banks of this river, the lap of these mountains, let's go. We get to Rishikesh and I go down to put my feet in the river is what I thought I was going to do. And instead, the universe handed me this extraordinary spiritual experience standing there on the banks of this sacred river. And it was unprecedented. It was unexpected. But there I was sobbing, sobbing in ecstasy, sobbing in oneness with all of the universe. And I, I knew that that was where I was meant to stay. Mm. And all I could say for such a long time was, Oh my God, it's so beautiful. Oh my God, it's so beautiful. And then I had no semantic framework in which to understand this. It just was so beautiful. And that was 25 years ago. And there's, there's lots of stories. Of course, I know our time is short, but there's lots of stories of how I found the ashram i'm now living in actually how a voice that i heard told me to stay there me the hardcore scientist suddenly was hearing voices telling me where to stay and how i literally got my feet glued to the ground when i tried to walk out of the ashram like the ground literally reached up and grabbed my feet it was as though there was crazy glue or quicksand or something And I stayed and I've been there now 25 years and it's been so extraordinary, Laura, because I, in the beginning, I remember looking around and seeing women carrying, you know, pounds of firewood on their heads back to cook the evening meal and sweepers on the road and barefoot children and seeing every one of them with a smile on their face and a light in their life that no one I knew in, growing up in Hollywood and Beverly Hills had. And I remember thinking there is a secret here and I need to find what it is. And what I have, have been so blessed to realize is that that secret is connecting with the truth of your own self, which is the divine or God or soul or spirit or however we think about it. It has nothing to do with what your religion is or your spiritual path may be, but that truth of who you are, that either we say is the divine or is a child of the divine or is a reflection of the divine. But in any case, it's certainly not just a 100 or 200 pound bag of bones and flesh and skin that's constantly changing and constantly degenerating and, you know, accumulates titles and degrees and careers and money and pain and grudges and unfulfilled expectations and all of these things during the decades of its life. And then it's over. That's definitely not who we are. You know, it's it's so funny. I just
1: had Donald uh, Neil Donald Walsh on the show a few a few weeks ago, and Mm. he said something so very similar, but he did it in this other context. He said, get the girl, get the job, get the this, get the that, then get the hell out. (laughs) And that's kind of how he described how a lot of us, we we go through much of our lives, you know, just sort of accomplishing the next uh, human goal. And, And and, you know, and all with a with a you know, in our hearts wanting to to make the best of it and do the best that we can. But sometimes it just becomes some pursuit of those things. And out we go after that. I for my listeners to understand that when you said you were you grew up in a life of privilege, you also had this traumatic childhood in the sense that there was abuse there and there you went through such uh, traumas as uh, eating disorders and things like that. So when you find yourself in India thinking that you're going there just to accompany your husband and eat good food. That's easy to to order because you're a vegetarian and you find yourself having the spiritual experience for people to understand that might have also gone through so much trauma um, and maybe in their past and, and don't think that maybe they can move to India and, and ha- live a life of service after that. Do you feel um Sadvi, is, is this when you do start this quest and you start to find yourself as you did with your feet in the river and sort of just surrendering all of that and it, all the joy that came with that and the letting go of all that was past is that something that everyone eventually must come to that point or was that your individual journey when you heard the voice inside in in, in your head and you looked around no one was there and it said you must stay here um do we all have that opportunity or
4: mm. is it just your personal destiny? I always wonder this. We all have it, Laura. We all have it. And that's where, when I was saying that there are these two arcs. So arc one, of course, was my physical journey from Hollywood to the Himalayas, you know, via Palo Alto. That was, that was my, in India, we say Dharma. You could say purpose of life. That was, that was really what I was here to do because the purpose of my life became then, and it was clear that it was to teach and to share and to guide and to help and to be a vehicle for inspiration for people, motivation for people. But everyone's purpose is different. Everyone's dharma is different. And the way that it's going to unfold for people are infinitely different. As many people as we have on planet Earth, that's as many different dharmas and purposes as we have. So no, it does not at all have to happen in that same physical arc. What needs to happen, though, is the second arc, which is the arc of our way of thinking. So there's the what we could call Hollywood way of thinking, which is this, yes, get the job, get the girl. If I want happiness, which we all do, in order to get it, I need to have this career, this title, this waist size, this new mobile phone, this partner, a picket fence of this height, et cetera, and we keep running after that. And anyone who stands in our way is an enemy, an obstacle. And the goal is always to remove these obstacles, to acquire more, achieve more, attain more. And then at the end of the day, when we're still not happy, that's when we tend to turn to food or alcohol or drugs or sex or shopping. And, you know, it's so beautiful. Mahatma Gandhi said, What's the point of running so fast when we're running in the wrong direction? Mm -hmm. And the attainment of goals is beautiful. As you said, you know, we've got goals. Of course, attain them by all means. We are not put here on earth to sit on the couch and eat potato chips and just wait for our dharma to fall in our laps. Mm -hmm. We are here to serve. We are here to act. We are here to fulfill our purpose the dilemma is that because we don't know who we are we don't know what to do so we don't know what types of goals to have Mm -hmm. the types of goals that a rose has are different from an apple tree are different from a bird are different from a caterpillar becoming a butterfly To give apples is beautiful. To give fragrance is beautiful. To become a butterfly is beautiful. But an apple tree can't become a butterfly. And a caterpillar can't give apples or fragrance. And unless we know who we are and unless we are able to connect within ourselves to that truth within, to that higher self we're going to run around just doing, doing, doing because somebody on our social media feed was doing and we thought, oh, well, I'll just do what that influencer I follow is doing. And we spend our lives like that. So the arc that people should take and that I really hope they will and why I wrote the book is to realize you need to stop identifying as The physical body, as the shape, as the size, as the history, as the career, as the title, as the relationship. And you need to start identifying on a deeper level of your heart, your soul, your spirit, your unique purpose here on earth. And when you do that, then you shift metaphorically from a Hollywood way of thinking, which is it's like, you know, wax my legs, color my hair, you know, get these get these extra pounds off me um, to a way of thinking that is much more spiritual, as we can say. But you don't have to identify as spiritual. You just need to recognize that there is a higher truth a deeper self a true self in you that is not the body that just keeps changing my guest is sadvi badwadi
1: saraswati she is the author of hollywood to the himalayas a journey of healing and transformation we will be right back with more you're listening to the way home
0: welcome back you're listening to the way home with laura smith here's laura
1: my guest is Sadhvi Saraswati. She's written an amazing book, Hollywood to the Himalayas, a journey of healing and transformation and so full of, of wonderful truths, just like the one she's speaking. Now, I found it interesting that you say you find out who you are and then You know, in thinking about your book, so much of it is spiritual, and I'm thinking about to whom you belong. And you, you know, you often, obviously, you know, you work within an ashram. You have an ashram, and you are teaching people spiritually. Is there a divine component? Now, obviously, religion and just seeking a, a connection to the divine may not be one and the same thing. But do you think that that is part of the purpose of everyone is to find out that we are all connected to this one grander? um
4: absolutely absolutely Mm -hmm. otherwise we suffer the myth of separation is the greatest cause of suffering in our life we feel separate from god again by any name any form however we conceive of the divine we feel separate from god we feel separate from each other we feel separate even from our higher selves we feel separate from the planet and so We suffer, and then we bring suffering unto others because we see them as other and separate. And to realize our oneness, this is yoga. I mean, these days, everybody's doing yoga, and it's wonderful. And the word yoga, literally the Sanskrit word yoga means union, and it is a union of this individual self with this size, this shape, this history with the ultimate divine, infinite capital S self, however we conceive of that, that is what, that is what yoga is. And that is absolutely our highest purpose to recognize that oneness and that union with all Absolutely.
1: And I, I love the title. If you think about Hollywood to the Himalayas, a journey of healing and transformation, you're thinking, well, perhaps she's gone from being, you know, this very, you know, material based entity to now this this spiritual person who perhaps sits in a cave and meditates all day long. However, I want to remind people some of the incredible work that you do that is so much part of the world, but from a different vantage point and perspective. Um, you are on steering committees of the International Partnership for Religion and Sustainable Development and the Moral Imperative to End Extreme Poverty in conjunction with the United Nations and the World Bank. Also, uh, General of Global Interfaith uh, Alliance called WASH, uh, which helps to bring clean water to people. I mean, you are doing a lot. You're not just sitting somewhere and meditating all day. Obviously, um, you're very, very plugged in to the world. How do you juggle? And that's not a really good word, but how do you balance um, all the work that you do in the so-called world, but with bringing these spiritual attributes to it and everything that you do and, and,
4: and your purpose? You know, the service is really the most natural outcome of a spiritual practice. If your meditation is real, if your yoga is real, if your prayers and connection with the divine are real, you're going to stand up off that cushion, off that mat, and you're going to serve because you will have experienced an awareness that the world is not separate from you. So whether it's children who are starving Women who are dying in childbirth, rivers that are being polluted, trees that are being cut down, the indigenous people who live where the trees are being cut down, they're not separate from us. And so our work for women and children and orphans and water and climate change is all because we recognize it is self. If you trip and you fall and you injure your right leg, your left leg is going to pick up the extra weight. We call that limping, but nobody has to say, oh, great humanitarian, wonderful left leg, could you do me a really big favor right now? The left leg does it automatically because it understands the right leg is self. And we serve because the world is self. And that is the highest and deepest spiritual realization that we seek for, that we teach, that we share about. When you are connected, you serve. You serve the way that all the different parts of the body serve the body. Well, we are part of humanity, we are part of creation, and therefore we serve.
1: Mm. I I thank you because the message is just, it's so simple, but it's so profound and your book is rife with this type of profound truth and and love to the love that comes out of its pages and, and your voice here today Sadhvi Bhagavati Saraswati. Her book Hollywood to the Himalayas A Journey of Healing and Transformation It will transform you and your loved ones if you get your hand on one of these books Now I know as we have a minute before we close here today, Savi, you are going to be actually showing up in different places around the country and with your book. And, and tell us where you're going to be in the area soon so people can maybe come see you and meet you in person.
4: Great. I will give them really quickly. But since we only have a minute, I also want to just let people know that the tour dates and schedules are on the website of HollywoodToTheHimalayas.com, mm-hmm. HollywoodToTheHimalayas.com. Okay. So if you're driving without a pen, don't worry. But mm-hmm. if you have a pen or a really good memory, I'm going to be in Chicago next week on the 12th, 13th and 14th. That is Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Thursday, the 12th, I will be at Barbara's bookstore in the Hawthorne Mall in Chicago on August 12th at 6pm doing a reading and signing and discussion with Dr. Bob Wright of the transformational university and leadership programs. I will then be at essence of life in chicago on friday the 13th with my guru as well he will be there as well from india on friday the 13th at essence of life in chicago and then on the 14th at 11 a.m we will be at the manav seva mandir in bensonville illinois just outside of chicago and lastly fast-forwarding to September, but also still kind of in this area, I'll be in Connecticut, in Southport, Connecticut, at the Trinity Church Spiritual Center on September 9th. And in the interim, there'll be lots of places in New York and Philadelphia and New Jersey and other places that people can see on hollywoodtothehimalayas.com.
1: Okay. Oh, I love that. Hollywoodtothehimalayas.com. You can get all the schedule there, Um, but it it has been a beautiful, short, but uh, deep and loving journey that you've just taken us all on here on the way home. Sadhvi Bhagavati Saraswati and your incredible book, Hollywood to the Himalayas, a journey of healing and transformation. I wish you the most love and blessings on your journey uh, this year with the book and beyond forever. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much, Laura. It's been really beautiful. Oh, my my honor and privilege. God bless and thank you. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Way Home. Don't go away. Hi, here's a minute of purpose, improving your life 60 seconds at a time. There's a saying that goes, you can't pour from an empty cup. That's why self-care is more important than ever before. Don't say you're too busy. A little timeout will make you healthier and more productive. Here are some fun ways to do a self-care day. Start by getting out of your quarantine outfit and revisiting clothes that make you feel good. If you like to read, pick up a favorite book or magazine. Just avoid anything that feels work-related throw a dance party in your living room revisiting your favorite songs or create a movie marathon with titles that make you smile nature is always a good remedy for what ails you so take a walk on that note disconnect from the screens and just take in what's going on around you the point of taking time for yourself is to bring you back to your world refreshed and ready so plan your next self-care day and refill your cup this has been your minute of purpose find more now at now with purpose.com. Welcome back. You're listening to the way home. I'm Laura Smith. Well, I don't know about you, but I did a lot of um, things differently during the pandemic last year. And especially when we were really, really kind of in lockdown for a while and sheltering in place, I noticed that my bank account was actually um, doing better than it normally had. And I think one of the main reasons was I wasn't going out to dinner like three or four nights a week. And um, so and that was really kind of a, an interesting thing for me. And then as the world started opening up again, I found that, well, my habits hadn't really changed. I still go out to dinner a few nights a week. And so as the summer comes uh, now and we're in the middle of it, I find myself kind of spending a lot of money like I used to. And um I, I wish I was a little bit more measured, a little bit more um I don't know, responsible, I would say, with my money. I have a guest today that's going to help us do just that as, um America is reopening. Uh, help us keep an eye on our wallet, our spending habits, and so forth. Jason Gon is here. He's a financial expert and credit card executive at Bank of America. Jason, thank you so much for saving us today.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me, Laura.
1: Yeah, tell us, I know you have a lot of tips and um, you do well with helping people figure out not only ways to save, especially this summer, as I said, a lot of uh, the country is, is back open at the moment. People are spending again. People are, I, I know that a lot of people are renovating their homes. I'm one of them and um, just really, truly spending again. Uh, tell us some, some great tips for saving. And also, I know you have some good credit card advice and how to choose the right ones. Yep. Yeah, go ahead.
3: Right. Well, thanks, Laura. And and you're not alone. To your point, people are, um, you know, spending. Um, we're going back to the things that we like to do: um, going to restaurants, going to the mall. Some people are traveling, and we did a. a survey recently where 40 percent of consumers said they've increased their discretionary spending just like you have over the last six weeks. Um, you know, but I, I would say that they're doing it responsibly. Um, you gave some great examples uh, of for your, yourself. People are um, coming out of the pandemic where they spent less, saved more. And, um, you know, there there is some, you know, demand out there or kind of often referred to as the industry, some revenge spending that's happening out there, but, um, generally the consumer is in great shape and, and, um, and doing it responsibly.
1: Absolutely. Well, that's good to know. Um, I personally got a new credit card this summer and, I and the only reason I got it was because it it was offering 2% back on, on, you know, every dollar spent. I hadn't had a credit card like that before. And so it really kind of incentivized me to do it, um, what kind of uh, tips do you have for people who are looking for a credit card? Some are really offering great deals. Other others aren't aren't so much.
3: Yeah, so I mean, I think it's you know, you know, looking at how you spend and making sure that you're getting rewarded for it. Um, you know, you could spend on, you know, with cash or with checks, and the fact of the matter is, is you're not earning any rewards on that type of behavior, and by putting those purchases on a credit card, you can get, in your example, 2% cash back. We have a program, um, that has one and a half percent, um, cash back, but with, if you're a member of our preferred rewards program, you can earn actually 2.62% cash back on our unlimited cash rewards card. So a little bit better than what you have. Um, but there are a lot of great deals out there and, and, um, people should be doing the research, particularly if they haven't, you know, Research that in the last three to five years because rewards have gotten more lucrative for consumers.
1: Yeah, as interest doesn't pay as well in the banks, these credit cards are, you know, being really helpful. I, as I mentioned before, renovating a home this year. And so I put on my really big, you know, I had to go out and buy, you know, flooring for a whole house. I put it on that credit card. I've made almost $700 in the last four months, not even three months uh, just by doing yeah. that. Yeah, so and that's incredible. And if I had 2.62, I think I would be doing even better. So at Bank of America. Yeah, that's awesome. So if people go to Bank of America, they can just talk to any of the, you know, the branch managers there and and be guided to to the right card for them. When you say a preferred uh customer uh, type of thing, it, do they have to opt into like all sorts of different things to to be able to get that type of uh reward on their card?
3: Yeah. The the preferred rewards program is a um, a bank rewards program that gives um, discounts on auto loans and mortgages, but also amplifies um, credit card rewards. So mm-hmm. it it um, you know it re- requires you to have a Bank of America uh, checking account and a certain uh, deposit uh, amount. You can go to bankofamerica.com slash credit cards and um, search preferred rewards and and you can find all that you need to know about that particular program
1: that's wonderful to know and um just in terms of being able to keep track should people what kind of tools and tips do you um, offer and suggest for people so that they really can keep, you know, my mother still keeps a checkbook and does all the ad- addition by hand and, uh, you know, <laughs> down to the cent. And if she's off by three cents, she and my dad are up in arms. They're like, how did that happen? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I, I, I don't think I've written in my so-called checkbook since I was in college. So, um, what, how do people really stay on top yeah. of what they're spending?
3: Yeah, i I mean I, I we've definitely evolved from the uh, check ledger and we have a lot of great tools at Bank of america um We have a spending and budgeting tool that is in um you know our online application that allows you to keep track of of your spending as well as um your your savings um there you know you can go into your um, mobile app and and look at how you're earning rewards basically on a daily basis, if that's what what you're into. But it really keeps, you know, helps you, the mobile app really helps you keep on track of things that you're spending on. And, you know, I think all of us, as we emerge out of the pandemic, are going to be spending differently. Um, for the last year, we haven't been spending on restaurants, we really haven't been spending largely on clothes. And, it just uh, will help you better understand kind of which categories are going up, which categories are going down, and making sure that, you're, you know, staying in a place that's manageable for you and, and your household.
1: Absolutely. Really important stuff. Uh, Jason Gon, financial expert and credit cards executive at Bank of America. What's a great website for us to go to? Is it just bankofamerica.com?
3: Bankofamerica.com
1: easy enough and you can find different ways to help budget save uh tips for spending and so forth thank you for uh getting us back on track for this summer i appreciate it right. thanks for being on the way home
3: thanks laura have a great summer
1: you too have a great summer you're listening to the way home we'll be right back
2: balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule changing the world one life at a time
0: i'm an old guy who takes really good care of himself. When I found your product, I was really glad because if the fruits and vegetables aren't available in the stores, this product is there. But also for the emergency storage situation, if it should be needed when fresh fruits and vegetables are not available through the supply chain. So I'm 75 years old, and you know I pump iron, you know walk five miles uphill. I feel a lot younger than I actually am, and balance of nature has something to do with that.
2: Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code Laura.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to The Way Home with Laura Smith. Here's Laura.
1: Wonderful to be with you, and it was so inspiring to have Sadvi Bhagawati Sarswati. Say that three times fast. Uh, Hollywood to the Himalayas: a journey of healing and transformation. What an amazing woman, who truly uh, who talk about transformation and what she came from to where, what she is doing in the world today. And it's also it gives you a lot of courage for to go and do your own inner searching of yourself um to find out what your purpose is. So I'm so grateful to be here tonight with my guru of good news. Now I say guru, I I feel a little bad now because we actually had one on the radio with us tonight and I don't take that lightly whatsoever. It is uh, really of deep reverence when you call someone a guru, they are a teacher of the highest order and so Jimmy, you you do that, though, with the good news. It's always wonderful to have you you. um, going out in the world and finding all those great stories. Because as far as I'm concerned, hearing good information and happy, uplifting information is just as important as anything in life. And thank you to Bob Small, my engineer, tonight and every night on the way home.
0: Oh, you're a sweetie. (laughs) Wow.
1: Thank you. I'll take it. I may not be a guru, but I'm definitely uh, I'll be happy to be a sweetie. There you go. Anytime. So thank you so much. What do you have for us tonight, Jim?
0: This first story I I can certainly relate to in many ways. I'll tell you about it. It's a seven-year-old elementary school student from uh, Rhode Island. uh, whose name is uh, Rowan Montgomery. That's Rowan spelled with a Y-R-O-W-Y-N. And uh, like many young kids of his age yours truly included many many years ago was bullied in school and so he did something that I wish I had the wherewithal and the technology to do many many years ago how to deal with bullies he did something very inspirational there's that magic word he did if you will no pun intended decided to channel his feelings about bullies by doing inspirational videos to help other kids who might be bullied to not feel alone And I had a chance to watch some of these videos. There are about four of them on YouTube. The name of the title is called Rowan with Rowan. You can find that on there. These are about 30-second to one-minute vignettes. And it talks about everything from self-image to anxiety, going back to school. Just, again, just designed to make these kids feel better. And he decided to do this. And he's just a sweet little kid. He was bullied because uh, his eyes looked a little bit different. It was something like that. But he just felt this is a great way to help others. Not only not feel alone, but, hey, you know, I'm with you. I I'm with that struggle. I I went through the same thing you did, and so and it's gotten hundreds of hits. So I would certainly recommend if you're on YouTube, go to that page, Rowan with Rowan, and uh, his mother just is so impressed by this, uh, the fact that he just was wise beyond his years to go and do something like this, and uh, good for him to turn that all around.
1: So, how old was he? Do you know? Did Se- you say
0: seven years old in doing this? That's what second seven grade. Seven years
1: old. Seven yes.
0: years old. Yes.
1: And when you say is it Rowan with Rowan?
0: Yeah, R O W Y N um, is his first name. It's spelled a little differently, the first name. Rowan. Rowan Montgomery. Yes, but, what, what's what's right, the but, what's the title of the oh, Rolling with Rowan? Rolling Rolling. With, say that oh, ten Oh, Rolling times. with yeah. Rowan. That's okay. R O L L I N apostrophe. Now with a G. Can you oh, off the G. Oh my yeah. god.
1: I am gonna look for those. So You've are they on watch YouTube?
0: That. Yes, they are. Four at least four videos that I found today. Do
1: you nice. know what? He has amazing parents and he is also amazing because sometimes i think probably if you're you know when you're bullied and you said you personally went through this gym mm-hmm. i I, the, I would imagine that the the impulse is just to retreat and and to be as as invisible as possible to try to you know help mitigate that so here he does the opposite he goes out visibly in front of it and and tries to help and inspire other kids what an amazing child i am definitely looking him up on youtube when I mean, we just the get courage the to do
0: that i mean like i said i didn't we didn't have the technology back then uh, when, when it happened to me i mean there was no youtube there was no facebook no social media i mean how do you respond i mean I, everybody responds in their own way and unfortunately i didn't have something like that maybe to to do that except maybe some therapy but good for him hmm.
1: I love it. I absolutely love it. We'll definitely check it out Roland with Rowan. All right. What else do you have for us? I know you got some more there.
0: Oh, I do. You know that. Well, anyway, we're going to talk about this Wisconsin family and this is a reunion with their their furry two years in the making. Uh this happened uh two years uh, after the dog was missing. The dog's name is Payday. And what happened was uh this family in Wisconsin, uh, I don't know how the dog was missing. Nobody knew what happened. Well, anyway, one night uh Dwight, who's the father, of a family in the house in Wisconsin, was watching the news like he does every single night. And normally he just turns off the news before, I guess, the last segments before the kickers. Well, they have a segment called Adopt-A-Pet. And it just so happened, maybe it was fate or just simply the fact, maybe he forgot to turn the television off. There is a photo of this dog. It was a brown dog with a adorable underbite. He recognized it, Name a payday. He said, this is the one. This is the one that's been missing. We've got to go get that dog. So shortly thereafter, they contacted the Wisconsin Humane Society, WHS, and they eventually got to be reunited with this dog after two years because, let me explain here the daughter. Your now a 12-year-old daughter. They originally got payday because uh, that daughter had lost a dear, dear friend. It was heartbroken needed some companionship, so now this dog was missing for two years. Now they're all reunited, and as, as Peaches and Herb says, it feels so good. Well, anyway, <laughs> the uh, Humane Society uploaded the reunion video on Facebook, and uh, the family is just so relieved. I mean, the miracle of miracles. They could have gotten another dog, but because they found this on television, uh, they were able to see that dog and be reunited once again. <laughs>
1: I love that. I have goosebumps because it's just, it's a little miracle. It's a big miracle, actually, when that happens. And I'm excited because um, we are going to be having a pet psychic on in a week or so. And a, a, somebody who has written a book about all things uh, with your fur baby and how they love us and how to understand them and our relationship to animals. So I'm looking forward to that. But yes, I tell you, that is a... If you don't think that there's a bigger, um, I don't know, a higher uh, being something. Yes. And that reunites, you know, lost pets with their their owners and and other people from each other. And really, it's when you take a look at stories like that, it truly gives you faith and hope that there are truly people watching the details of our lives. That is just wonderful. Thank you so much. Jimmy Dean, the guru of good news, I call you for the wonderful stories. And lovingly, I might add, yes. Yes, and lovingly. And Bob Small, engineer, the best of the rest of all of them. Thank you. All right. Well, we'll see everyone next week. This is the way home with Laura Smith. You can always get our podcasts at WLSAM.com or WGCH.com. It's the way home with Laura Smith. Just Google that and it'll pop up there and you can see the podcast, all the wonderful conversations that I've been so blessed to have over the many, many years and, and days of doing the show. And we'll be back next week with another episode. I'll talk to you soon. Lots of love.